Right now, we've never seen such an unprecedented attack on men, families, and fatherhood. Yes, if you are a father or you're aspiring to be a father, men, you are under attack. Society, culture, the media is seeking to shape and sideline you in your role as the leader of your household. In today's episode, we are going to go right to the who, the what, and the why of this attack against family and against fathers. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Okay, guys, welcome to Raising the Standard. Today's episode is going to be for the fathers. This is for all the men that are listening. Whether you are physically a father and naturally a father raising children right now, or you're single and you aspire to be, or maybe you're married and you have not yet had children, but there's a dream, there's a desire in your heart to multiply, to grow, to expand your family, leave a legacy and impart an inheritance. And if that's you, I want you to pay attention to what we are going to be sharing on today's show. I want to open with this. It is critical to understand that family is God's idea. If you've been following the show and you've listened to the first few episodes, I go into great detail about family being God's idea, and we look at the original intent for man expressed through Adam in the Garden of Eden. You can go back and check out those episodes if you missed those. But for today, I want you to understand that family is in fact God's idea. And we also know that family is the way that God relates to his church. There's four main metaphors used throughout scripture. One is a family. We also see a building, a spiritual building. We also see a body and a bride. Those are four main metaphors that are used throughout scripture as we relate to God as the church, a body, a bride, a family, and a building. When we talk about this issue of fatherhood, this is something that is on the heart of God, and it's so important. There's something I want to point out to you in the scripture. If we look at the close of the Old Testament, the last book written in the Old Testament is Malachi. And if we look at the very last verse of the last book in the Old Testament, it says this, he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, so that I will not come and smite the land with a curse. After that verse was penned, we encountered 400 years of silence in biblical history. The next book, the next prophet, 
John the Baptist, followed by Jesus, would not step on the scene until 400 years later. So as we look at the importance of the role of fatherhood and the role of fathering from God's perspective, it is the last thing he says before he closes the book for 400 years. And when the book is reopened and re-penned, we see Jesus Christ coming onto the scene and exhibiting and displaying and portraying the heart of the Father everywhere he goes. So today I want to talk about the subject of family. And we first see family described and displayed in the Garden of Eden as it relates to man. We see God creating and placing Adam and Eve in the garden, telling them to be fruitful and multiply, which is not only naturally reproducing, but there is an element in the natural of reproducing after our own kind and bearing children that would leave a legacy and that we would have an opportunity to impart an inheritance to. So it's very important for us to understand that God reveals himself as father. And this separates Christianity from all of the other religions out there. There's religions where there are over a hundred names for the various gods that those religions ascribe to. However, in Christianity and in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob of the Bible, we see God reveal himself as father. And as we fast forward through the New Testament, we will see that Jesus will testify of his father. He comes to reveal his father and reveal the heart of the father. And he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. So this concept of fatherhood, this concept of relating and understanding God as father is critical to our relationship with God, but also our understanding of our responsibility and our calling as men to raise up the next generation. So I'm going to speak briefly right now about three main points, and these are the points. It's the what the who and the why. We're going to dive into what is under attack, who is behind this, and also why. So let's start with the what. Let's acknowledge we as men are under attack. Fatherhood is under attack. Family is under attack. And this can all trace back to these concepts and these ideas being first generated in the heart of God. Okay, so guys, who is attacking us? Let's be really clear with what scripture points out. We do not wrestle and fight against people. We wrestle and we fight against powers and principalities in the heavenly places. There are forces that are powerfully opposed to us, and we do have an enemy. We are warned not to be ignorant of his schemes or devices. We are admonished to walk circumspectly, 360 degree viewpoint of our enemy and an awareness, and we are specifically told not to be ignorant. So realize this, you have an enemy, I have an enemy, God has an enemy, and this enemy has targeted the family, the family structure, and specifically fathers. We talked about the what. What is under attack? Family is under attack. Fathers are under attack. We as men are under attack. We talked about the who. Who is attacking us and who is our battle and our fight against? It's not with man. It is with our enemy, 
and his influence over the world and its systems. This is what we're fighting against, and this is what is exerting influence against men, families, and fatherhood. Hey guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, I'm going to invite you, please follow the show, leave us a five-star rating, and please write us a review. Actually, you can tell me in the review what you would like to see discussed or what you like or dislike about the episodes that we're producing. I want to hear from you and your ratings and your reviews help the podcast get found by more men. Also, if you know someone that could benefit from listening to this message, please share it with them. So let's talk about the why. And this is the critical point of today's conversation. Why are men under attack? Why is the idea and concept of family in the traditional sense under attack? And why are fathers under attack? So it is paramount for us to understand going back to the garden, going back to the creation of man and God's will and original intent for man that we are created in God's image and his likeness and that he wants to have a relationship with us. And because he wants to and he initiates and he was proactive with creation and entering into and offering relationship with all of mankind, that was the picture of family. If we look at Adam and Eve placed in the Garden of Eden, it's this beautiful picture of a habitat created for man and woman where they can thrive, where they can reproduce, and where man can follow God's program and plan as he expands his dominion within the garden, within the area that God has placed him within. So we see that God's plan for man is to have a family and is to be a father, but we see, more importantly, that God is our father. And all throughout scripture, we will find many, many references of God as father. There are many religions throughout the world, and none of them understand God as father the way that we see portrayed throughout the Bible, the Old and New Testament. It's this picture of God that desires to have a relationship with us and that he is a good father. He is a loving father. He reveals himself as father and family is his idea. So let's think about this for a minute. If family is God's idea and God is known as father, then we as earthly fathers, whether you're a father right now or you're listening to this and you plan on having a family at one point, we carry a critical responsibility because as fathers, we will be our children's first understanding of what a father figure is. We will be the one to be there to protect. We as fathers are called to provide. We as fathers are called to nurture, to give direction and instruction, to love our children, to raise them in the right way, and yes, to discipline them as well for their own benefit, to lead them in a way that's prosperous, beneficial, and fruitful for everything they will do within their life. And if this is the way our children are to see us as men and relate to us as father, then think about it for a minute. If you're the enemy and you want to take out strategically, to take out the plan of God, where are you going to aim that arrow? Where are you going to fire that attack if you are the enemy of God? And God does have an enemy and his name is Satan. And that attack has been leveled 
against the family, but specifically against the fathers. Because if you can take the father out, you can take the family out. And if you can take the family out, you can break the understanding of what a child will know as their father. And let's think about the implications of this. If a child does not know their father, if the father is absent, if the father is sidelined and taken out, that child will have no concept for what a father is. So later in life, when they are introduced to God and when they are introduced to Jesus, they will not have a concept of how a loving father can actually love them and created them and has a plan and a purpose for them. That will be foreign because they did not know an earthly father that represented those things in the natural sense. So doesn't it make sense And don't you see how and why men and specifically fathers and family are under attack? So this is critical for us to understand because as fathers, we are walking around with a level of attack against us that originates from another realm. Think about that. Think about someone attacking you. Think about a malevolent being aiming his attack at you and everything you stand for in your role as father or for my single friends and for my guys that are married and don't have kids yet, you're about to step into something or this desire is within your heart. And trust me, the enemy is aiming his arrows at you and at me. Why? Because if we are taken out, If we break that relationship with our children, if we break that relationship with our wife, this is why family's under attack. This is why divorce rates are high. This is why men turn to addictions. This is why they run and hide and they get into substance abuse and all sorts of other things. I am saying it is your responsibility, but there is also a spiritual attack being leveled against men and we need to recognize it, stand up against it and fight against it. So we talked about when a father is in right standing with God, when a father is in right standing with his household, storting, providing, protecting, nurturing, loving, and admonishing, giving instruction, direction, and discipline, we see the plan of God for family. We see, and it all originates with a love. Fatherhood is love. Fathers are the foundation. And when you are the foundation, you serve your family, you serve your children out of a place of loving kindness. And that is what we see with God as our father, that he's motivated by love. He's motivated by kindness and affection because he wants us as his family. Even those that turn their back on him, even those that run, deny, and reject him, he's still motivated by love. And that is why Jesus Christ came to earth. So we see the picture of the good father, and we also can contrast what this looks like when fatherhood is done improperly. So obviously we touched on just the absentee father, someone who's not there, someone who's missing and the ramifications and the implications that's going to have on the children and the family when they have no concept of a father. But let's talk about the father who is present, but is not fathering in a healthy way. And when this happens, it can at worst lead to abuse It can lead to physical abuse, emotional abuse, intellectual abuse, and absence, causing wounds, hurt, unresolved issues, father wounds, and giving the impartation of no identity, which basically equals creating orphans, creating people that grew up with a man in the house, but that man was not a real man. He was just a male. He was just a figure who was there, but never stepped into his responsibility as father. 
And this is causing a host of issues throughout all of the present day generation we're in and past generations if we go back to this. So guys, I want to get this point across today is that fatherhood is so important that we are actually representing God to our families in the role of father. It's a heavy responsibility that you and I are called to, that we carry, and that some of our brothers that are listening right now are about to step into. This is something we were designed for, we were created for, and we are called to do. And it's hard. It's tough. Believe me, I know I have three children and every day is different. It's fun. It's full of joy, satisfaction. And at the same time, it is one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life because it will stretch me outside of myself. It makes me die to my own desires and self-gratification and desires and needs that I have. And at the same time, it brings me immense joy to put my children first and to serve them. So let's end this episode with three things that we are called to do as fathers. And there's so many things that we are called to do and that we can bring to that relationship. But I want to focus on three right now. And these are really practical, they're actionable, and you can put them into place as we speak and as you go out into your day today. Number one, commit to being there. Commit to being present despite your failures. Guys, we've all made mistakes. You might have yelled or raised your voice at your child and caused a wound. Um, you might have done something out of character. You might have done something that didn't really portray the heart of God in your role of father and the way you're fathering. Forgive yourself. Ask for forgiveness from your children if necessary and commit. Commit to being there. We are in this for the long haul. We signed up for something. We're not leaving. We're not abandoning we're not just going to leave our family and take off. We are committed men. We're committed to following God and his plan and his rules for us in relationship. And also we're committed to our children. So whether you find yourself and you're in a healthy marriage right now, or you're in the home with your kids, be there. If you happen to be in a situation where you're dealing with divorce right now and separation, um, you can still commit to being there for your kids. You don't have to leave. If you have shared rights and you have limited opportunities, you can still maximize those opportunities. So commit to being there. Next, I want to talk about being present and intentional. And really what I mean with this is give your full attention. We talk about this constantly. We live in a day and age where there's so many distractions. There's so many things that are pulling on us and want our attention that we have to fight through. And it happens all the time when we're with our kids, we get a call about business, or you have this impulse where you have to check your phone, or someone's calling you and it's important and you do have to follow up on it. But we need to be dialed in to our kids because they see everything. They're watching everything we do, and they can tell by our energy. They can tell by our attention if we're truly invested in the moment with them or not. So be present and be fully engaged and fully intentional as a father. And lastly, I want to talk about a big thing that we are called to do. Whether you have it in your life or not, we are called to impart vision. We're called to validate the dreams of our children. We're called to impart and give them a picture of something they can pursue in life that's bigger than them. That's bigger than where they are. And honestly, it's bigger than where we are right now as well. And that's because I believe the heart of the father is always to see the children go farther 
than where we went. My dream for my kids and my dream for my children is that they would go farther, further, and faster than I ever go in life. That is the generational blessing. That is what I want for them. That is my prayer for them, that they would go beyond everything that I've ever accomplished. And they would smash any records I sent. I'm not talking about performance, but anything that I do, I want them to outdo it. I want them to go farther. And to me, that is the legacy. That is the impact that true fathers are called to leave for their children. Until the next time, let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get The Map today at standard59.com. That's standard 59 Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.